Welcome back, Boxing Sweet Science, episode 6 of the podcast, Boxing Sweet Science 2.0. And today, I just wanted to do a recap of the big fight that we had over the weekend. There's a couple of fights that I want to talk about, but uh, namely uh, the Terrence Crawford and Kell Brook fight. Um, that was a big fight. It was namely a, a resume-building fight for Terrence Crawford. Um, you know, I it predicted I predicted it would end in a knockout, but I could tell you honestly, I did not predict that it would end so fast. I actually thought that Kell Brook would do a lot better. Um, again, if I had to score the fight, I would give Kell Brook maybe the first round and maybe the third round. But I, I would never expect or anticipate that uh, Terrence Crawford would would knock him out in the fourth round. The, the, what what can what can you say? Uh, if you if you're a boxing fan and you love the sweet science of the sport, then what you watched this Saturday, you had to appreciate what Terrence Crawford did in that fight. And what I mean is you cannot underestimate or understate his boxing ability and his boxing IQ. This, this man is a truly special fighter. And I, and I say that to say, when the first, in the first round, you saw Kell Brook have success. He was able to close, to keep the range. He was able to use his jab which gave Crawford some problems, as I anticipated, because I knew Crawford would get hit. And he, if I had to score the fight, I would give Kell Brook the first round. In the second round, Bud came out and he boxed. He made, he made some adjustments, but he still stayed in a traditional stance. And he realized that Brooke was able to keep the same distance and score as well. But in the third round, again, if you understand boxing and you love the sweet signs and you understand what you were witnessing, when you seen this man turn southpaw and you seen the adjustments he made and the pressure he put on Kell Brook and he took Kell Brook's strength away from him and made Kell Brook fight going backwards. You got to say to yourself, I don't know who can beat him in the 147 division. And I'm not saying this just to say it. I'm saying this because this is honest to God the way I feel. And this is honest to God, the honest truth. This man is truly, truly, and, and what makes what makes Crawford so exciting is that he looks beatable. He looks vulnerable. In a lot of ways, he gets hit to get to give a hit. He he takes chances. But when he does the small subtle things in the ring, it makes his opponent look less than what they are. He takes these guys strong, their talents away from him. When he turned southpaw, and 
and let's not let's not kid ourselves. It was Kells Brook momentum coming forward, trying to land the right straight down. He has the shorter arms, and Terrence Crawford has the longer arms of the two. So it was Kell Brook throwing a trying to land a right hand, and Terrence Crawford throwing a jab from the southpaw stance that ultimately landed first. And it was so powerful because it was the force of Kell Brook coming in. And at the same time, Terrence Crawford throwing the jab it is what knocked him off. And you can't find a more proficient finisher than Terrence Crawford. And in that fight, Terrence Crawford was, like I said in, in, in episode number four, he is a mean guy. He is a proficient finisher. So when he gets you hurt, you're done. There's no coming back. He is not letting you up. He's mean. And that's what I said. The difference in that fight is the killer instinct. And I knew that he would actually, I knew he would stop Kell Brook. But I didn't think that Kell Brook would finish so fast. I honestly didn't. I thought, and, and I'm, I'm being honest, I thought Kell Brook would go at least 10 rounds. And this is why I don't box, bet on boxing. I can predict fights. I, I know boxing. I study this shit. I mean, I, I sleep this. But I would never, I'm not a betting man, number one. But if I ever did bet, I would never bet on boxing because you never know what's going to happen. And I wrote in one of my Instagram posts that in the year 2020, anything is possible. This is highly plausible that there could be an upset. And I said that based on the fact that, excuse me, that Brooke won his last two fights, three fights. Um, he looked good. He had enough time to get ready. His only losses came from a 160 and a 147. But after losing at 160, coming back down to 147 to fight Errol Spence, so he lost to the best of their respective divisions. So, and you got to give Kell Brook respect and, and honor for taking the toughest fights that they have available. This guy runs from no one. He fights everyone. Um, and so he's a throwback fighter. And, and for the people that was like condemning uh, Terrence Crawford for taking this fight, they really don't understand boxing. You can't, you can't uh, shun uh, Kell Brook in no way, shape, shape, or form. Because this guy is the fighter's fighter. You you have to honor a guy like that. You have to respect a guy like that. If you like boxing, there's no way you could say that he's not the fighter's fighter. You you have to respect him. And you, you just he just got beat by a better guy. He just got beat by a, um, the better man that night. Because he gave... He gave he gave Crawford problems the first two rounds, and it took Crawford some time to adjust. And even in doing so, Crawford admitted that he, he had to um, compile the data and make some adjustments. And it was amazing to watch this guy switch up and take control of the fight in a way that most fighters can't. There's some guys who can make adjustments, like Floyd Mayweather, um, like Canelo Alvarez. 
And this is why when you argue who's pound for pound, and the reason why I say, you know, he's my number two to Canelo. And, and it flips back and forth. But Canelo went and went, you know, won titles in, in three different weight classes, four different weight classes and stuff like that. So this is the reason why I, I have to have Canelo up there. You know, he actually he went up to 175 in one uh, weight classes and titles. But there's no doubt in my mind that Terrence Crawford will probably end his career at 154. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't care how small they say he is. He can actually, his skill level, his heart, and his power will translate up at 154. Which leads me to the next question. What, where does Kell Brook go? What, what happens to him now? Um, you know, there was some talk about he should retire. He should quit. He should hang it up. And you got to give it. Like, listen. Kell Brook only has three losses. His three losses came to the top tier of their respective divisions. These the boxing fans always they 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 drive me crazy with that. Oh, the guy gotta quit now, hang it up, this, that, and the third. Listen, three losses does not define a fighter. It does not define a fighter. You cannot say he should quit because he had three losses. He has three losses to the best. And each guy is and can be made an argument for being the pound-for-pound pound best. You got Gennady Golovkin, Triple G. You got Errol Spence, arguably one of the pound-for-pound. Pound. You got now Terrence Crawford, the best. He fights the best and he loses to the best. Okay, yeah, he falls short. But you don't say quit, give up boxing because you have three losses. You don't, you, you can't say that. And for the fans that suggest that, I really, I, I don't, I can't respect that. Now, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I would say, take some time. If you're going to take a fight, you should take the fight that the world wants to see. I would say take another embattled guy, a guy that took fights with big names and had trouble, but had successes as well. And, and that name would be, for me, I would love to see Kell Brook versus Amir Khan. I think the world would love to see that fight. I think they owe that fight to the UK fans. I think they owe that fight to American fans. I think they owe that fight to the boxing public. That fight is a huge fight in spite of both of their losses. Um, and here's how I like that fight. And here's why I like that fight. They both have Terrence Crawford in common. And I love when fighters have a fighter in common. And I know styles make fights. And you can't necessarily say who's the best based off of a loss in common or a win in common. Because again, style makes, styles make fights. But I, I, I like this fight and, I, and I've always wanted that fight. And for bragging rights. Now, let's just say both of them was considering hanging it up. Right? Both of them was considering hanging it up. That would be a great way to end their careers. If they were. 
I'm not suggesting they do, but if they were going to hang it up, why not fight each other and call it the farewell dance, right? They could definitely bill that as the last dance. Amir Khan versus Kell Brook. They have Terrence Crawford in common. Um, now, when Amir Khan fought Canelo, the number one pound for pound guy, the face of boxing, the quote unquote face of boxing, um, Amir Khan won some rounds. I gave Amir Khan a lot of rounds in that fight. He was winning that fight. But the power was the difference. And uh, Canelo put him to sleep. So I would say, I would say Amir Khan still has some fight in him. Um, but if you look at the way Terrence Crawford dismantled both of those guys, it's just amazing to see how different level or the level this guy fights on. But it's important for those two guys. They have to meet up. And, and the, I mean, history has gone on and boxing has gone on without big names meeting up. You know, you got the um, Lennox Lewis and uh, Riddick Bowe. They never fought, but boxing has lived. You got Mike Tyson and Riddick Bowe. They never fought. Boxing survived. But I got to say, boxing will really, really be sad if those two don't meet up because it's important. That really, really would be a great fight. Both of those guys would do well to meet up. Their, I think their legacy would depend on it, honestly. I think some fights you don't need, right? I don't think, I don't think Terrence Crawford at this stage of his life and his career needs uh, Errol Spence. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he needs him because if boxing stopped today, I think with the successes that uh, Terrence Crawford had, I, I think he would go into the Boxing Hall of Fame right now. Um, so I don't think he needs Errol Spence. But with those two guys, with Amir Khan and Kell Brook, there's always going to be an asterisk next to their name because they didn't meet. I would say it's important for those guys to have that that showdown um, because the fans, it, it was always something, especially for the UK, especially for the UK, it was important that they meet up to see who was the best out there. And there was a one time that Amir Khan was the darling of the UK. Amir Khan was the baby of the UK, the fighting pride. And, uh, then he lost. And, you know, you got Kell Brook, who sustained a lot of damage in his face. He had surgeries. He came back, and he had some impressive wins. Uh, Amir Khan has the heart of a lion, speed of a cheetah. And he, he comes back, and he comes with heart, will, and determination to fight. Those two guys need to come up, and they need to fight. As far as Terrence Crawford, where do we see his future? If I'm honest... I think if he can't get the fights that he wants, I think we don't, I think he leaves top rank. I think he leaves top rank and he should take his show on the road. But Terrence Crawford is a different animal. Terrence Crawford is not the social bunny that everybody else is to, to sell their own fights. So Terrence Crawford actually needs a 
a promoting machine, somebody that's behind him because he just wants to fight. He doesn't want to go out there and sell a fight. He don't want to go out and talk crap. He just want to fight. But in this business, unfortunately, you have to be the businessman of your business. You have to sell your fight. You have to be out there in, in, in the forefront and you have to move your product. And in boxing, you're your product. And if you can't do that, um, people are not gonna know who you are. And at this stage, boxing fans know who who uh, Crawford is, but a lot of people don't know who Crawford is. And, and, and I think that his brand suffers because of that. He will get the recognition once he fights a big name, like a Manny Pacquiao, which was supposed to be who he was fighting in lieu of Kell Brook. But that fight due to COVID, um, money restrictions, time restrictions, it fell through. Um, but that was supposed to be a big announcement. It was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. So where, where does he go from here? I don't, I don't even know if um, Manny Pacquiao will take that fight. And then depending on what happens with uh, Spence and Danny Garcia, we, we don't know what's going to be next for Crawford. But I, I know one thing. He's an exciting fighter. And if I had to guess, or if I were a betting man, if I had to bet on who would unify the 147 division first, if I had to bet on who could possibly unify and become undisputed first. And, and, and I don't say this lightly. I would say, if I was a better man, I would put my money on Terrence Crawford becoming undisputed first in that division. I would say he would, he has all the goods, all the ingredients on becoming undisputed at 147. I I don't know, and we'll have to see, and, and I'm prefacing this with, we'll have to see what Earl Spence looks like against Danny Garcia. Um, because for all the people that think Danny Garcia is going to be a walk in the park, I can assure you, I can assure you that you're sadly mistaken. Danny Garcia will not be a walk in the park for Errol Spence. He is not anyone's tune-up. He has never been anyone's tune-up. And I, I feel kind of bad for Danny Garcia in a lot of ways. And, and, and I'll tell you why I say that. I feel bad for Danny Garcia because he's almost in a lose-lose in, in the boxing world, and the boxing arena. Because... If he wins, he's beating a Errol Spence who was in a car accident. And if he loses, he got beaten by Errol Spence who was in a car accident. So technically, he's in a lose-lose proposition. But with all that said, it really doesn't matter because if he wins, he's the next guy to see. And he becomes unified champion. And all talks and I can tell you a hundred thousand percent that Danny Garcia I'll bet you if I was a better man I will bet you that Danny Garcia will step up if he wins 
we will get a Danny Garcia, Terrence Crawford fight immediately because he will take that fight. He will not run from the smoke. And I'm not saying Spence is running from the smoke, but he's making business decisions. But I, I know that Danny Garcia will take that fight because in the amateurs, Terrence Crawford and Danny Garcia was 1-1. So he has no fear. He has a, a famili familiarity of Crawford. And I know the amateurs and the pros are, are different, but I can, uh, I, can, I can feel and I almost am certain that there would be no hesitation in Danny Garcia and there would be no politics and no talks of sides of the street and all that bull crap. Danny Garcia, should he win, should he beat Errol Spence, will be next and, and would not have any hesitation in fighting Terrence Crawford. That, that would be the only way we would get any remnants or close to an undisputed fight because honest to God, I don't know if Manny Pacquiao will want to fight without a crowd. Manny Pacquiao is, look, is used to big purses. Um, so I don't know if he would want to fight without a crowd. So we might watch Manny Pacquiao sit out the, the remainder of his career. I, I, I could be speculating, but I, I just think that until the crowds come back, Manny won't be interested in fighting. So his his is either they're going to strip him of his title or something. But I just don't think that Manny will be in a rush to fight. But Danny Garcia, he wouldn't mind fighting without a crowd. Um, I don't know. You tell me what you guys think. You could, you know, hit me on Instagram. Uh on the YouTube, in the comment section. Make sure you smash the like button, subscribe, follow me on my podcast, Boxing Sweet Science 2.0, on all the uh, social media platforms, uh, Twitter, and let me know what you think. All right? Peace.